Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey there. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. This is Jennifer, and today I am joining you um, by myself. It's just going to be a conversation between you and I about a trend that I have been watching for the last couple of years and have decided that it's probably at a point that we need to start talking about this startling trend here on the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Because if you're working with medical practices or in healthcare in general, I think that now is certainly the time that you could get behind the eight ball if you're not paying attention. And so I'll go right into it. Um, for me, I think we each bring our own strengths and weaknesses to our jobs. And for me, one of my strengths is to look around the corner at kind of these big items that might be coming down the pipeline. And so I've been paying attention to this difference in the generational gaps or the generational divides between our patients and between our employees. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was getting ready to jump on a plane and head over to Austin, Texas, where I was um, invited to speak to a group of practice managers about delivering customer service via social media. And I just happened to check the mailbox before I went. And for some reason, I had a copy of the most recent um, issue of Ad Age, the old Advertising Age magazine. Now, I am a subscriber to Advertising Age, but I'm typically a digital subscriber, so it caught me off guard to have a printed copy in my mailbox, but heck, you know, that was fine because I needed something to read on the plane, and there's usually some pretty cool graphics in Ad Age, so I grabbed it and used the time on the plane to go through it. And there was a um, a really interesting survey of Generation Z shoppers. And so let me first back up and explain, um, kind of talk you through who this generational Generation Z is, and then go into some of these details on the survey and why I think it's important for you as a practice manager or anybody working in healthcare to start really focusing on this next generation of potential patients. So according to Forbes, the generation after millennials is Generation Z. And it's defined as people that were born between the mid-1990s to the early 2000s. Now, here's the thing. They make up 25% of the U.S. population. That's 74 million people right now, making them larger than baby boomers or millennials. That's pretty scary. And if you've got got either um, somebody in your office or somebody that is a potential patient, you're seeing them come through the doors, this would typically be your person that is just getting out of high school or um, maybe just graduating college. I've got a new person starting um, in the next week. She'll be finishing up school. I'm going to presume she's 23, maybe 24. That makes her a member of Generation Z. So um, being independent, self-confident, and autonomous are some of the key characteristics of this generation. 
they don't rely on their parents as much as previous teens did. So where we may have, you know, where I may have come home and really like interacted with my mother and tried to, to use her advice to help me in my decision making process. Generation Z isn't necessarily like that. They have short attention spans and they're less focused than any of the people that came before them. And we kind of can, can, can presume why it is that they're less focused. And that's partly because this is the first generation to grow up always on. The iPhone first came out in 2007. This generation is the very first generation to have always had a phone in their hand. We talk about some of this in our training um, where we do, um, we do through Insight Training Solutions, we do on-demand training and we do patient experience training and then communication training um, that spans these generations. And so we've done a lot of research on the different generations and Generation Z is very purpose oriented. They're highly conscientious. They're somewhat anxious and they're, they have this innate ability to multitask. You know, that's because they're experts in digital technology. They're also accustomed to immediate feedback. Generation Z likes to be part of something bigger than themselves. And this kind of lends to why that they're always asking, you know, the reason behind a decision. And um, especially if you're asking them to be involved in something, they're very purpose oriented. If you like what you're hearing and need some help marketing your medical practice this year, be sure and check us out at InsightMG.com. That's Insight, M as in marketing, G as in group.com. Don't think you've got a budget for this kind of stuff? Think again. We've got you covered. Make sure you schedule a free consult today. So Pew Research put out some data recently and says roughly three in 10 teens, this is Generation Z, just over 30 percent, say that social media has had a mostly positive impact on their on their um, decision making process, while 24 percent describe it as mostly negative. In Generation Z, this this new level, you might think as a practice that, you know, oh, we're on social media. That means that we're reaching this generation. Well, if you're just on Facebook, that's not where Generation Z is. Grandma's on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook, but not this new group that's coming up. Some 40% of respondents said that social media has had a positive impact because it helps them keep in touch and interact with others. But they're not necessarily on Facebook interacting with others. They're on some different channel. You know, and that begs the question, how are we going to reach this generation of individuals? And here's something that really blows me away. You know, going back to the idea that this is the first generation that grew up with technology in their hands all the time. Almost half of them say that they are on the Internet almost constantly. Every moment of every every waking moment of the day, they are connected some way or another. So let me break down just a little bit of what startled me in advertising age and here kind of I'd love to get your feedback on it, too. So the 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 advertising age infographic, the survey is says that um, over a quarter of Generation Z writes a product review every time they make a purchase. It's by author Sammy Nichols. And the article says that it may seem like a hassle to write a recommendation after buying a product online but not for Generation Z. In fact, according to new research from tech company Social Media Link, over 60% of Generation Z says that they leave a review often, if not every time. Maybe that's because Gen Z values recommendations from friends and family above all else, followed closely by online reviews. Only 18% say they look to celebrities for recommendations. 
This data is a wake-up call for marketers who want to reach Gen Z shoppers, says Susan French, CEO and co-founder of Social Media Link. Hiring big-name celebrities and launching traditional brand advertising will not influence them. The more effective way to reach Generation Z is by taking a back seat and exploring solutions to encourage peer-to-peer advocacy and authentic product review, gener- product review generation at scale. So let me just talk you through a couple of the stats that show up in this report. It says, for Gen Z, word-of-mouth recommendations are key. So they asked Generation Z, how often do you seek recommendations or reviews for products or services you're interested in buying? 68.7% said very often. This means that this generation, the very first thing they're doing, the very first piece of their patient journey is going to start online. It also says that it's going to end online because they are almost definitely going to leave you a review, whether it was a positive or negative experience. So the next question was, before purchasing a new product or trying a new brand, where do you look for recommendations? 80% go to friends and families. 65% go to social media. 79% go to online reviews. This means as a practice, what are you doing to influence the friends and family? To have a presence on the right social media channels? And what are you doing not just to protect your reputation, but to encourage reviews, positive and sometimes there's negative, and how are you dealing with those negative reviews? And it's critical right now because as this, as this generation becomes the generation of decision makers, as they uh, more and more become prevalent in the workplace and have needs from a healthcare standpoint, almost 80% of them are going to go online and read those reviews before they're making a purchase decision. Hey there. Replacing an employee can be expensive, upward of 50% of that employee's annual salary. Did you know that only 33% of your employees are actually engaged at work? Well, what if you could invest in engaging and training your employees for as little as $8 per month with training that's specific to the challenges you face in your medical practice, like customer service, patient experience, communicating across generations, just to name a few. Well, visit us at InsightMG.com to find out more about how our employee engagement and training platform can help you strengthen employee retention, develop patient service mindsets, and give you peace of mind when it comes time for annual reviews, all without creating any additional work for you, and it's only 8 bucks a month. So check us out at InsightM as in marketing, G as in group.com. We'll be waiting for you. When was the last time you bought something based off of a friend or family member's recommendation? And the the answer here is that almost half of them said within a week. They're using these friends and family recommendations, which are oftentimes on social media, to make decisions when it comes to purchasing. So let's go into where um, Generation Z has the most trust. So 58.8% of Generation Z trust their friends and family above all else. Almost 40% trust their followers on social media. And then here's the real kicker. 40.9% 
somewhat trust online reviews and almost 36% extremely trust online reviews. So as a medical practice, what does that mean to you? Well, it means that the strategy moving forward is that it's more and more important to be technology forward. That's because, you know, going back to this idea that Generation Z is the first generation to grow up with technology in their hand and they're almost 100% connected to the Internet, means that when they're making a decision about their health care, it is no longer going to be okay if your website is not technology-focused. It is no longer going to be okay if you don't have at least the forms available online for a patient, a potential patient, a Generation Z patient to fill out ahead of time. It is no longer going to be okay if you don't offer text reminders or email or the ability to schedule your appointment online. This next generation is going to demand it. And if you don't provide it, then they're going to go online and they're going to find somebody else down the street that will. This also reinforces the need not just to manage your reputation, but to use it in your marketing. It's critical now more than ever that we find our brand advocates out there, that you find those individuals that are patients or employees that absolutely adore your practice and that you encourage them and cultivate a relationship that is very public and that they can use online to be your brand advocates. This is one of those things that I talk about all the time in my social media customer service talks. You know, you've got to think about social media customer service as a big depository. It's a place that you are depositing goodwill on a regular basis so that when you need a brand advocate that's going to step up for you, that that goodwill has already been deposited and then you can make a withdrawal and they, your brand advocates will go out there and, and kind of like shout your praises from the rooftops on social media. It also reinforces, this data also reinforces that it's time for you to get to the root of the problem when it comes to negative reviews. I see it day in and day out. I've got practices that, thinks that think that reputation management is all about claiming the profiles and monitoring what people are saying and producing a report that says we had 80% positive and 20% negative in the first quarter of this year. But if you're not willing to get to the root of the problem, you're not going to be able to get in front of this trend of Generation Z, this upcoming level of decision maker. And you've got to have a game plan for getting in front of the negative reviews, but also getting to the root of the problem. Yes, it's good to know what people are saying about you out there. Yes, it's good to ask for more feedback. But if the feedback is consistently 80% positive and then you still have the 20% negative, what are you doing to address that 20%? The answer is not to only ask the positive patients for a review online. The answer is to focus on customer service training with your employees. It's to focus on the root of the problem, which is something that's going on in your office, correcting that problem and letting that over time translate to a more transparent, positive relationship online. I think that understanding kind of where these next generation of patients are coming from how they perceive the world, and how you can get in front of their needs before they are out there in the workforce and um, really you know, starting to pay attention to their healthcare needs is critical to the future of your practice. These are the things that we need to be, um, yes, right now we probably need to start paying attention, putting plans in place, testing the water, but these trends that are around the corner, down the road maybe in the next couple of years, are going to be here before you know it. 
If you need any help with any of this stuff or you want to talk about it, I would love to hear from you. Again, this is Jennifer with the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. Thank you for being here today. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.